0: Now, wait a second. It's not Tuesday. So what the hell am I doing here? Now, I swore that I made a promise to all of you that I'll be here on Tuesdays only like I have been before. But no, it's not Tuesday. It is uh, Thursday, May 27th in the year 2021. Now, with the Walker AC experience, we do a whole lot of things. We experiment with a lot of things. And before I start to ramble, I'm not going to ramble. Not at all. Because this is a new part of the Walker AC Experience family. Now I say that because I know some of you out there, you know, get that notification popping up on your phone, and some of you get excited, some of you may roll your eyes, other people may just go, huh, another show with the same thing, the same message of positivity and whatnot, and I'm very glad to each and every single one of you enjoy it. But being a podcaster and trying to evolve who you are I keep saying I want to have a better version of myself. That's what I'm trying to do. Now, I'm glad some of you believe my BS, but it is true. So in saying that, every Thursday moving forward, we welcome someone new into the Walker AC experience family. Now, we've had Ashley Majestic with the Slacking Majestically show, which I miss so, so much. And also we have the I Got Nothing show with Ann Walker. And of course, I do little interviews here and there. But I think it's time to expand the family a little bit. So, moving forward, as of today, I am going to move the microphone over to a special guest. No, she's not a special guest. She's a new host. And this will be the host of her new show. Now, as time goes on, we'll come up with a new name for it. That will be solely up to her. But for now, I would like to introduce to you Miss Bradley.
1: Hi, Adrienne.
0: How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing really well, thank you. How are you
0: doing? Doing all right. We're going to get all the pleasantries out of the way because this isn't my show. (laughs) So, of course, I will let all of you know, of course. Now, next week, we're going to have more updates and more ways you can get in contact with Miss Bradley and talk about various things because this show is about having an open mind, about experiencing new things, and this is what we like to do with the Walker AC Experience. So let me get my little cheap plugs in, walkerac76.podbean.com. Of course, um, download the stereo app. Please talk to one another. Open up. Talk to me. Talk to Miss Bradley. Talk to whomever because your voice is important, as you are as important as the next person. Um, under Walker AC 76 and under YouTube under Walker Space AC. So I'm going to look over and I'm going to ask just a few questions and then I'll turn the show over. So Miss Bradley, tell us. A little bit about yourself
1: well I am hoping to begin doing a podcast now here with you on the Walker AC experience I have been kind of interested in this topic for a very very long time ever since I was very young and um i know i was on last week or was it the week before the week before the week before um kind of going over some of this stuff and i really enjoyed doing this podcast experience with you and so i thought it would be nice to have a weekly segment just to you know go over what i believe in and talk about what I feel and kind of help to educate people if they choose to be educated or to um, give another perspective on things if anyone chooses to listen. Obviously it's all choice and people don't have to listen or like what I have to say but I would like to put it out there and being that I have not been able to truly be myself for quite some time it's nice to fully truly be myself and part of that is just to talk about it and to you know bring more people into my life and into my inner circle
0: perfect and that i enjoy um like i said i enjoy people evolving who they are you know people don't change you know but they just evolve and i really like that you know i know i have my difficult times my hard times it's really hard to shake off certain things to 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 better myself and move forward. And I figure, you know, with being an open mind, experiencing new things, why not bring you on the show? So you have a couple things here for us to take a look at. And with my listeners, I entrust my listeners will open their ears, open their minds, open their hearts, and keep an open mind to everything that we're gonna go over. You have a couple things you want to talk about. So I She'll bow out ever so gracefully, and I will hand the show over to you. Now, don't worry, I won't let you sink. I'll pop <laughs> in here and there and you know, guide you along the way, but in the interim, we're gonna welcome Miss Bradley.
1: Well, thank you very much. This first part that I wanna talk about actually will need your help. So, in talking about the subject that I have been um, talking about, I mentioned different spell works and different things that you can do for energy work and um, things of that nature now energy work is basically that you move the energy within yourself and the energy around you into doing what you feel you need to do or into um, I would I don't want to say your will because it is that, but it's also not. It's it's working with the energy around you to create the results that you desire. Um, and so right now, what I have here is a candle. It's a small candle. Um, so this candle is what's called a chime candle. Now chime candles are typically used in temples or for spells, or in the Jewish tradition for small menorahs, they're no more than maybe four or five inches tall. They're very thin, kind of like a pen, um, like a, a writing pen. And um, your typical, like normal chime candle tends to be white, um, but this one in particular is blue. Now it's not a normal blue. It's not a dark blue. This is a sky blue. And I spoke last. The other week about colors and at some point I will go back over colors in more depth because it's something that does truly deserve its own I guess delving it's its own mention Um, because color has so much to do with the world around us it has to do with how our bodies function it has to do with how we experience the world and so It deserves its own focus. But for tonight, I'm gonna talk about this sky blue color. Now, blue has always been a color that's revered for its healing properties. Blue in particular calms the mind due to the wavelengths and it helps you to facilitate healing because your mind in and of itself is calmer and your entire body, your entire self becomes calmer because the wavelength that we perceive while we look at blue or when we're exposed to blue light. That's not to say the light from your computer, that's something completely different. Um, That is a type of blue light, which is harmful, but we're not talking about that, we're talking about just the color and wavelength of blue now a light blue is known to help with mental health Um, a lighter blue color is one that calms you down to the point that you can focus on what you need and focus on what you need to work through with your mental health and in today's day and age with covid with stress with everything going on in a 2021 world um mental health is something that we all probably need some help with i know i definitely do i know most of the people that i know do it is something that truly needs more of a focus in this world and unfortunately there's a stigma behind seeking help for your mental health Which I find to be absolutely abysmal, because every human has the human experience, and every human experiences sad days, or depressed days, or they happen to have a clinical imbalance, such as I happen to have, I'm diagnosed with depression and anxiety. It is quite an interesting um, experience, especially in my craft and in being a witch because there are days that I just can't function. And sometimes I use my craft to help me to get out of it. And in so doing, this candle can help. Now it's not just the candle. You have to burn the candle. You have to speak your intention or what you want out into the universe. And you can also carve different things into the candle that you feel are important to you. You can put words, you can put symbols, you can put anything you want. You can carve into the candle. Please be careful when you do so. Sharp instruments, you do not want to hurt yourself. But I digress. You can do so. You can also put oils on the candle. Oils in particular. I happen to have here peppermint oil now peppermint is also a really good oil for um to open up your sinuses it helps to clarify your mental stability it also helps to focus your mental um, your thoughts because when you smell peppermint it makes you more awake and more aware Um, people will chew the plant for that very reason or they used to um, while they traveled and peppermint is also for those who did not know very beneficial in getting rid of pests bugs and things of that nature um especially ants hate the smell of peppermint so if you have ants coming in and you can't figure out where they're coming from put down peppermint oil down where you see them they will disappear they hate it
0: now when it comes to peppermint oil and where do you get something like that? Do you need to go to a specialty store, or you can just go to your local Walmart to get that?
1: Well, the prevalence of essential oils lately means that you can get it in most places. The thing is, is that what you can get at most stores is not pure. You get a watered-down version. What I actually happen to have is by Aroma Guru. Believe it or not, I got this from the Dollar Tree. I am a huge fan of the Dollar Tree, um, where everything's a dollar. And This is guru and it's actually meant to be a roll-on for your skin. Now you never ever put pure essential oil on your skin. It will irritate your skin, or if it doesn't you're very lucky, but technically you should have a carrier oil. Now this one in particular has um, sweet almond oil as the carrier oil. Sweet almond oil is a good oil for your skin. It um, it absorbs well it helps to kind of puff out some of the wrinkles and it helps to carry the actual peppermint oil because peppermint in and of itself is a little too abrasive for your skin and it can give you some irritation um, so you always want to have a carrier oil if you're applying it to your body um, if you want pure oils you can order them online sometimes there are certain um, Companies that carry them. You can go to a metaphysical store, or what I do usually is there is a store here in Orlando called Leaves and Roots. It's a wonderful little store. They have herbs, things for making teas and tinctures, and um, it's a health food store. And a lot of health food stores have their own oils. So I'll go in there and I'll buy oils as well if I want something pure that I can trust. Um, But you can get them online. You can get them from Amazon. You can get them. From all kinds of places Mm -hmm. just check the ingredients before you use them make sure that if it's a pure oil that before you put it on your skin you put it in a carrier oil sweet almond oil coconut oil you can use you can use olive oil Um, just dilute it
0: okay so we have the peppermint oil and we have our candle so Mm -hmm. what is it what's the next step
1: So you put the oil on the candle. Basically, this is called anointing your candle. Um, Those who are familiar with the Bible, you hear talk about people anointing each other's hair, anointing each other's feet, anointing items and objects. Essentially, what anointing is, is putting an oil on that thing. Um, You specifically hear about, um, I believe it was, jesus had his feet anointed with oil when he came into i forget whose home it was i want to say it was mary magdalene and she dried it with her own hair Um, something that is considered very intimate and very beautiful Um, so now that we've anointed our candle we're going to put some herbs on this candle and these herbs are specifically herbs that i've chosen for this particular reason now what i have here is lavender now lavender is a purple herb it's um something that you can put in food it is something that you use for calming it is for um, rejuvenation a lot of people use it in cleanses Um, lavender is great for smells and if you notice people generally feel better when they smell lavender it's a very calming scent and so since we are trying to have a candle for mental health and calming it makes sense that we would use lavender. So we're gonna put some lavender on this and it's gonna stick kinda of to the ole a little bit. Um, so we're gonna do that. We're also gonna use a little bit of sage. Now, there is a large debate in the magical community right now about sage. There are versions of sage that are safely grown and done so in a responsible manner and harvested in a responsible manner
0: now for those of you who aren't aware what is sage
1: sage is kind of a brush type plant um it is typically an indigenous plant to a lot of different places but the sage that is typically used a lot here in the united states is white sage which is indigenous to our arid climates here and is sacred to Native Americans and a lot of their practices now there's different kinds of sage there's clary sage there's white sage there's a whole bunch of different types of sage okay all of them really do the same thing it just has slightly different um, properties to them and what's nice about that is you can get a certain type of sage if you want say for instance white sage to do ancestor work which basically is honoring your ancestors if you happen to do so that smoke helps with that it also helps to cleanse an area Um, but any sage will work the thing is is that white sage true real white sage is becoming endangered because people are over harvesting it and people are putting it too much into the mainstream and are kind of abusing the kindness of our indigenous peoples and sort of, hmm, I don't want to say appropriating because, honestly, sage has been used in multiple different faiths for multiple different reasons in different continents. Um, but some people feel that it is a cultural appropriation. So...
0: Yeah, so with the sage itself... You, of course, you can get those anywhere you want. Is, yes. Is, is that correct? Yes. Now the joys of, of doing a live show. Sometimes you have a small hiccup here and there. So we had a little small little intermission. We had to take you know, a little bit of, kind of uh, difficulties here. So we were talking about Sage. So we're going to pick up on that where we left off at. Sorry, people who are following along and got heavily invested, and something happened. So to continue, we were talking about your Sage. Now, is this, you know, is this something that... People can get anywhere, or do you have to order it, go to like a Pacific store for it, or?
1: You can find sage in a lot of different places. The thing is, finding it responsibly sourced. Because like I said, it is becoming an endangered species in certain parts, and it depends on what kind of sage you get. You can buy your own sage plants and harvest from your own plant, dry it, that's ideal. Um, you can get them from metaphysical stores. I've gotten this particular bundle that I just deconstructed came from Five Below, Um, and it's not the typical part of the sage plant that is typically used. Usually when you get a bundle, it's the tip of the plant. So this is using a part of the plant that isn't typically used. This is the stem, and it still does have little bits of leaves because the leaves are what you want, but it is the quote unquote lower quality, which I just take apart and I use the leaves and I use the stems for other things because you can use it all for anything. But you want to make sure that your sage is reliably sourced. So with that being said, um, I put some on there. Now sage is good for cleansing. Um, sage is an excellent, um, sage is an excellent cleanser. If, You notice if you have certain cleaning products that have the sage scent in it or sage oil in it, it actually helps to cleanse a room of bad smells. My favorite candle of all time is from Yankee Candle and it is sage and citrus. And if you burn that candle, it will get rid of almost any bad smell in your house. I cooked fish one day, horrible smelling fish. It was salmon. Burnt that candle, my house smelled lovely afterwards. So it does a very good job of cleaning and cleansing, and it even cleanses with the oil for the smell. Now, Yankee Candle uses a lot of oil in their candles, Mm. so it would take quite a bit, but um, Sage in and of itself has those properties.
0: Yes, and I can admit, I mean, it it smells great. It does. And the good thing about it is, like I said, I mean, it it definitely works as a deodorizer for the house. It does. And uh, yeah, it has so many different properties. So we rolled our candle and so what's the next step
1: so we've rolled our candle in some herbs it didn't pick up as much as i was hoping but it still does the same because the oils from the crushed up herbs will do now i put it into a candle holder now it's a small ceramic blue candle holder with gold stars on it it doesn't have to be a fancy candle holder this is just one that i particularly fell in love with at a metaphysical store when i was living in virginia and it happens to be my favorite one now this particular candle holder has been living on my altar at home for quite some time now now i will probably do a spot about altars but essentially what an altar excuse me what an altar is is a place where you put the things that you use for your craft and your worship i have several deities that i work with and i have several things on my altar representing the different elements earth air fire water I have a chalice, which is basically a goblet, a cup, that I put fresh water into. I keep a candle, usually for spell work. Um, For air, I put incense there. And for earth, I have stones. So I cover all of the bases of the elements, because I do a lot with the elements. So we're going to put our candle into our candle holder. I'm going to hand that to you, if you can kind of put it in there for me. and so. As we light our candle, since this is for mental health, we are going to light our candle and we are going to speak our intentions into the world. And our intentions are, we will feel better. We will learn from our mistakes, (laughs) if it will light. Um, We will learn to be true to ourselves and we will learn to accept ourselves for who we truly are and that we don't need other people to complete us nor do we need other people's approval so mental health candle this is what we're doing as it burns you just keep those thoughts in your mind self-acceptance joy love for oneself they burn relatively quickly and this is a form of candle magic your intention out into the world Now, with that being said, never, ever burn a candle unless you are going to pay attention to the candle. We don't want you to randomly burn a candle and then catch your house on fire. We don't want that. We want you to attend to your candle, and especially since this is a form of magic, you want to make sure that you focus on the candle as it burns, and you continue to speak or think what you want to achieve with this candle. So, if you're listening and following along with me, think good things about yourself. Think about happiness for yourself. Think about loving yourself and accepting yourself for who and what you are. Whether someone else accepts you doesn't matter because you are who you are. And loving oneself and accepting oneself is priceless.
0: So now what we're doing now just in case i had it i'm watching the candle burn and whatnot and you know and i am you know trying to have those you know you know pure good thoughts because you know as everyone knows you know i go through mental health issues and this and this really helps now once again i don't see it as a religious thing you know i don't see it as a worshiping thing or anything of the sort i keep a, i keep an open mind And I try something new now would this help my mental state I don't know but we shall see because I'm giving anything and everything a chance so as the candle burns what is something else that you have that you can tell us about
1: well before I move on to the next thing I like that you said that you don't see it as a religious thing this does not have to be a religious thing this can just be something that you do for you um, I see it as a religious sort of practice because that's what I believe. But there are many people out there, and in fact, in groups that I'm in on Facebook, there are Christian witches, there are Buddhist witches, there are any number of religions. There are even witches that are atheist, you know, but they just seem to understand that this is what they believe in. But they don't believe in any gods. Um, so it doesn't have to be religious. All it is is speaking truth. yourself until you believe it so that's this candle magic now the next thing to move on to is the stones that i have brought today i brought some stones because the majority of what work i do is with stones and so i brought a few that i thought would have great energy and there's a lot of different types of stones out there um there are stones from the earth there are stones that are man-made There are stones that are basically glorified glass, like goldstone. Goldstone was originally made by a monk who was trying to make glass, and he ended up dumping shavings of copper into it. When it solidified, it was loved so much, they named it goldstone. There is your regular goldstone, which is kind of a coppery color. There's blue goldstone. There's green goldstone. It's essentially glass with flecks of another mineral inside of it and most of my stones are in fact minerals for instance what i'm holding right now is a specimen of unikite now unikite is virginia state stone i only know that because i happen to go to middle and high school in virginia um so i don't expect anyone else to know that Um, but it is a mossy green stone it almost literally looks like if you were to scoop moss up off of a pond mixed with some salmon pink inside of it and it's actually a really pretty color Um, it has veins through it meaning like lines through it and it's a point so this has it comes to a point on one end and it's been polished to do so and it's round on the other end and this is considered a pillar or a point Um, now this one in particular the shape is for healing practices Um, you use the soft rounded end on people, to kind of work energy through them. You use the pointed end to direct energy. Things that direct energy typically come to a point. You hear of magic wands that come to a point. Some people use daggers or athames, it comes to a point. The steeple on a church typically comes to a point. Energy flows to a point. If you look at energy flowing in science class, and you have multiple ones, like say a prism, come together, it forms a point, and then it forms one strong band of light. Same idea. Think of energy as a prism coming together. It's the same idea. Um, It's just that you can't see it with your eyes. So this piece right here would be used for healing and also for directing energy. It has a lovely feel to it.
0: Now the piece that you're holding, what what size is it? I mean, like, what would you compare it to? So
1: it's about as long as my thumb, and it's about as big around as I'm not really sure. Um, it's shaped kind of like a pencil. I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> um, but a really short, stubby pencil. It's about the same size around, a little bit larger than a crayon. Okay. Like widthwise. Um, circumference wise and it has a lovely feel to it now unikite is one of those stones that you either love it or you hate it Um, I have a love-hate relationship with um, mixed stones typically especially mossy stones sometimes I'm in the mood to use them sometimes I'm not and this kind of falls into mossy stones Um, it is a very happy playful peaceful stone but it is particularly not one that I typically use. I also have here a little quartz heart. It's probably about the size of my thumbnail, or really those little plastic, um, not plastic, those little candy hearts you eat around about Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. Um, It's about that same size and shape, but it's made of quartz, clear quartz. And I got this stone through a mailer of one of the people that I actually follow on the internet Her website is Aura Health, and she, absolutely wonderful person, she's very inspiring. She does a lot of hand carving herself of these quartz or um, stones in general on her website herself that she and her boyfriend hand carve. But she started doing a mailer because the site itself wasn't getting as much traffic as she was hoping. And so I, of course, subscribe to the mailer because I wanna support someone that I really, truly admire. And Aura Health has been a really great place to get specimens. Um, Some of her prices are a little bit high because she hand carves her own, Um, but her saging and smudging bundles, excellently priced, and I have some of them. Mm. And they work really, really well. And she has this gift for putting together stones that will work well together. And so when I got the nailer, I was pleasantly surprised that I found this unikite, um specimen, this little quartz heart, because it has the best energy to it. Um, typically speaking, quartz has good energy to it to begin with, but it just feels so happy and friendly when you touch it and when you pick it up.
0: Now, now define happy and friendly, meaning when you hold it, what do you feel from it or what kind of energy did you get from it?
1: I feel warmth from it. I feel, it's like a feeling you get in your mind, happiness. Um, It's hard to describe to people if they don't already feel that with things. When I say a stone feels happy, think of when you're walking along the side of a road and you see a flower that makes you feel happy. It's that same sort of feel. Um, When I say something feels pleasant, Imagine sunlight on your face. When something feels buzzy, imagine the feel of butterfly wings. That's kind of the best way to describe it. And so this one feels very happy. Um, I also have here an adventuring. Adventuring is a soft green stone, not to be confused with jade. And adventuring, this one here is small. It's about the size of a marble, but it's got more of a square shape to it. Um, It is a very light, mossy green, but it's not considered one of those mossy stones. Ooh, I dropped it. Um, It is a stone for luck. Green is usually a good color for luck and abundance and um, for... uh, I lost my train of thought. Um, for luck and abundance and for money, if that's what you choose to manifest, good for manifestation. And adventuring is a personal favorite of mine because I use it in a lot of work for abundance. Now, abundance doesn't always mean monetary. Abundance can mean that you want joy in your life. Abundance can mean that you want more good times with those around you that you love. I typically call an abundance for of course with a green stone you are going to think of monetary gain Um, and those of us who need help in those department you can use it for that but when I call upon abundance I call upon an abundance of joy an abundance of love an abundance of hope for those around me and for myself an abundance of good things that should come my way um, or for those that I care about an abundance of love and happiness, and joy for my family, and my friends, um, I do a lot of work to put good things out in the universe for those whom I love, um, being in the life of a witch means that inadvertently, you're going to, like, in, in, influence, (laughs) influence them, and they're going to influence you, and they're going to do a lot of things to kind of, try and put good juju good energy good whatever your way because loving someone means wanting nothing but the best for them
0: of course and talking about speaking of 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 good energy Mm -hmm. and good feelings now as we watch the candle burn all the way down do we let the candle burn all the way do we blow it out you know how does that work you know you know as we're talking about stones
1: so typically speaking I let my candle burn all the way down. To me, a spell with a candle is not finished until the candle is out on its own. And the reason for that is because as the candle burns, the fire releases that energy and intention out into the air. Fire itself, as it burns, does release energy into the air. Energy and matter is finite in this universe. There's only a certain number of in a certain amount of energy in this universe. And it is used for different things, kinetic energy versus, you know. And so basically what you're looking at here is the fire is releasing your intention into the atmosphere, into the world, thus making it become a reality. So I like it to burn all the way down. Now, if you are not in a position or you pick too big of a candle to where it cannot burn safely, then you blow it out. When you do, you again speak your intention into the world. You speak what you wanted that spell for, and then you burn, you blow it out. Now, if you choose to reactivate that same spell, you then again speak your intention into the world as you light the candle. You can reactivate it if you choose Mm -hmm. to do so. I prefer to let it burn all the way down. That's just my particular practice. But again, every practice and every person is unique. So if you choose to blow out your candle, choose to blow out your candle.
0: Cool. Very good. I just want our listeners to have a certain gauge on what needs to be done, you know, just in case. Of course, everyone to be safe and whatnot. So I just had to ask. um, So so back to the stones itself. Mm -hmm. Uh, What is the next one you have and what does it represent?
1: Well, um, I honestly don't know what this one is. It's a form of Jasper. Um, Jasper is a... uh, It's a stone that I actually don't know as much about. Um, There's many, many, many different types of jaster, jasper. um, And typically it looks almost like you just tore a hunk out of the earth. Um, This one in particular that I'm holding, it's about wedge-shaped. It's about the size of hmm, like a Ritz cracker almost. And it's wedge-shaped and it looks like bark on a tree in part that's rough. And the smooth part looks more like it almost looks like a nose on a
0: on a statue kind of
1: yeah almost um but jasper has a lot of different properties to it depending on color and variation this one in particular is brown and tan and like i said i'm not as well versed with jasper because that is a whole nother beast there's so many different types of jasper and so many different properties for the different types of jasper that i in particular have not studied it as much as i should have but this piece in particular it speaks to me um so i can't really expound on this one because i honestly don't know it just speaks to me and told me that i should bring it along tonight
0: oh and there's nothing wrong with that whatsoever now as you're going through piece after piece I do notice that you have a book,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it's called Crystal um, by by Jenny Harding. Yes. Now, this book in particular, you know, as you're getting everything ready for the next one, this has pretty much a plethora listing of various stones, like blue moonstone, emerald, of course, um, and of course, all the other wonderful things I can't pronounce, and I won't even try to bastardize <laughs> it. But so, what I recommend to my listeners out there. Is you could pick up any book, when, uh, you know, any book, and learn about crystals. Um, you know, whether it be just for hobby, or whether to, you know, whether it be you know, like just for spells, like you're talking about today. Um, crystals has always fascinated me, but I would, you know, but I never had the knowledge, you know, to know what they represent and what they do, and you know, and what they really mean to the energy of the human body. So this book really helps, and also you describing what everything is, that really helps as well. You know, I really thought I'd just add that in, uh, because all of this is really fascinating to me, and I hope it's really fascinating to, you know, to all of you out there. Um, so as I say that, uh, I'm going to not speak aloud, because none of your business, nanny nanny boo boo, uh, I'm going to blow out the candle, and I've already said what things that I wish to improve on, what the positive things I want to, to alter, to evolve to. So. As I blow out the candle, I'm going to continue to have Ms. Bradley explain what she has next.
1: Thank you for bringing up the book. I was going to bring up the book. This is my favorite compendium, I would say, of stones. It is my favorite one. I have not read it cover to cover because I typically use it as a dictionary, or I use it as needed, but what's nice about this particular book is that it also talks about colors. It talks about the different frequencies of colors. It talks about where in the earth these stones have come from. It talks about the different bits. We have the inner core, outer core, mantle, and crust, and it tells you where they came from. If we have an igneous stone, a metamorphic stone, a sedimentary stone, um, it tells you about this. It talks about the hardness in the Mohs scale, with you know diamond, of course, being number 10 on the Mohs scale, being the most um, hardened mineral that there is. And for instance, talc, talcum or baby powder being a number one um, on the most scale. Sulfur in its mineral form, not in its crystal form because sulfur does have multiple forms, will be a one on the most scale because you can crush it with your fingers and it creates a powder.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, At home, I actually have the mineral form. I have the powder form. And I did have the crystal form. I just need to find it. <laughs> it makes this very lovely yellow um, color. And it's it's not quite as muddy as it looks in the actual powder, but the crystal itself is very pretty yellow, almost like a sunshiny yellow, um, which is, um, I've only gotten specimens of that from the actual Smithsonian when I lived in Virginia. I went to the Smithsonian Museum, and I went through their crystal exhibit. I recommend it for anyone that's curious. They have beautiful things in there. I I recommend the Smithsonian for anyone anyway. It's one of my favorite places that I used to go and visit in D.C. I went to the Smithsonian, and I went to the zoo all the time. It was lovely. And um, just different exhibits at the Smithsonian. They're very educational. And in the shop, I happened upon an actual crystal of... Sulfur, and I fell in love with the color. Like it was just such a happy sunshine yellow color that I had to have it. So I purchased a few specimens. They were tiny, um, teeny, teeny, tiny specimens because they're very fragile. And so I have them. I just need to find them in the move. It's been very difficult to find certain things. But what's nice about this book is that it is set up in a color wheel. And what stones correspond to what color and it tells you about each stone and what they um, what their properties are
0: very nice now what are you holding right here
1: what I'm holding here is a citrine now citrine is an orangey yellow stone this book actually sits it in yellow but I've had a lot of different specimens through my years that were more orange Hmm. now I spoke more in the last time that we were talking about this, about how citrine and amethyst are in the quartz family. And as you can see in this specimen, there is quartz included in it. You can hold on to it. Um, there is a lot of white. That white is quartz. Quartz and citrine grow in the same veins, and so does amethyst. It all depends on the heat of the earth when it cooled. So, typically speaking, you get, depending on the temperature, that pretty orange. Now the piece that I have here is also, it's about the size also of, you know, a statue's nose. (laughs) It's kind of um, triangular in shape and it's about an inch and a half across and has a lot of lovely flashes inside. Now for those who don't know, with jewelry, flash is the reflection of light from within an object and within a stone. And so this does have a good bit of flash inside of it. A lot of quartz does have that. And what's nice if you're using it for metaphysical property instead of it just being beautiful, because it is beautiful, um, that flash helps to reflect energy outwards. And so it helps to manifest what you need. Um, Because you have to remember energy in and of itself is heat, it is light, it is movement. So if you are reflecting light, you're reflecting energy. And so that's my last specimen for today. Um, I have many, many, many more at home. Um, I have a collection. I am one of those girls. A lot of girls collect shoes, purses. And while I have my share of shoes and purses, I'm a stone girl. If you come to me with stones, I am your girl. (laughs) So on to the next subject, two of four. I am keeping it to four subjects tonight, folks. I am actually behaving myself um we move on from candles and from stones into divination now divination is not something to be taken lightly divination is the seeing of um the future or the seeing into the ether of what is around you divination is you can use oracle cards which is what i use you can use tarot cards which a lot of people use you can scry with water Or with stones now scrying is a very ancient uh, practice of basically trying to see things where you are not you can try and see things in the afterlife if you believe in that you can try and see things uh, what people are doing elsewhere you can try and see things that have happened in the past or in the future it's a very difficult process not everyone actually believes in it that is just simply what it is. If you choose to believe in it, more power to you. If you choose not to believe in it, again, more power to you. Um, it is a practice that goes back as far as record, really, of people doing so. You hear about it in Greek mythology. You hear about it in Celtic mythology. You hear about it um, as far back as Mesopotamia, people have used it. You you hear about priestesses of Baal actually doing so. So it, it's one of those things, it's very, very ancient practice if you choose to believe in it. Um a lot of this is all in belief and intention because you have to understand that willpower is what drives a lot of this. And you also have to understand that your perception of your reality is your reality. It's the truth. It is a um it's a constant in this universe if you perceive something to be true then to you it is
0: now when it comes to these what is a common misconception when it comes to quote unquote tarot cards and tarot card readings and what makes it different versus in the older generation to where you can go to a quote-unquote tarot card reading you know what's the common misconception of that
1: so the first common misconception is that it is evil I will tell you right now that growing up, I grew up in the Bible Belt. I grew up in this tiny town with 300-some people. And if I were to pull out a deck of tarot cards around any of those people, I would basically be shunned. People believe it is evil. People believe it's of the devil. And I'm going to tell you, it is not. It is simply reading energy with cards. It's a physical manifestation of the energy around you. Another misconception is that it's absolutely 100% finite. Nothing in this world is set in stone. There is no absolute 100% thing that is going to happen. Mm. Choices change everything. Willpower changes everything. If you read the Bible, if you are into Christianity, there are mentions of free will. Not even the deities. Can control your free will so it is a guide it's not a this is going to happen because my psychic person told me that it is this is a guide this is a very smudgy window into what could possibly be Hmm. or into what has been and i have a lot of luck with my oracle cards i haven't found a set of tarot cards i have a couple that jive with me they just don't my energy does not drive with theirs and that's fine not everyone's going to I use what's called Oracle cards they're very 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 similar the cards are about the size of my hand and they are well mine is a set made by Doreen Virtue I'm a huge um, fan of some of her stuff not all of it of course because not everyone you know has the. Ex- not everyone has the exact answer to everything of course the idea is to read and learn from multiple points of view and make your own opinion.
0: So as I watch you open the box, you pull out this small book. Now, that book, is is it your basic instruction manual or is it just like a particular guide on how to use these cards?
1: So it's a guidebook. Essentially what it is, is it tells you what each card means. Uh, it gives you how to work with the Oracle cards, which honestly... Um, Oracle cards are far less structured than tarot cards, which I think may very well be my issue with tarot because I'm not the most structured person. I'm kind of an a unpredictable kind of person, and structure doesn't always work for me um, in that fashion. But Oracle cards are far less structured. You don't have to have a specific layout to get what you want from it. You can go through your cards and just pick one, and that happens to be the one that you need for that day. And this book has every single card that's in the deck and what it means and the different opposite meanings that it could possibly have for you. So I thought, sitting here with you, we would just pull a card, just one card, and see what it says, just to see, um, for the simple fact that I just wanna see.
0: Okay, absolutely. Now, as you're getting ready to get these cards, some people would think that, say, for example, you pull a card and it's about um joy for example just joy hypothetically speaking joy now you look at that card and subconsciously you think oh well they knew i wanted that card do you think it's all in your mind or do you think it's you know part of the universe saying hey this is what you need to improve your you know to improve your life a little bit Not to change your life, but to improve your life. Do you think it's subconscious where you just pull that card, you know, and subconsciously you know that that's something you need?
1: So it could be a little bit of both, to be honest with you. Um, I am of the belief that the universe tells you what you need, but I'm also of the belief that my subconscious knows what I need. Just like you know your own body, you know your own mind, subconsciously you know what you need in this world. Hmm. Whether you want to admit it to yourself is a whole different thing but, um, subconsciously, you know, but also I believe that the universe has a specific like order to certain things, not everything, but I feel like there's an order to certain things and what you need will come to you if you allow it to, um, obviously nothing is set in stone. I just went on a whole thing about that. Um, but I believe that what you need will come to you if you allow it to.
0: Absolutely. So she is uh, shuffling the cards a little bit and I will give it a shot because once again, you know, being open mind as we get older, it is really important because we understand that as we get older, we get set in our ways and we don't want to change who we are because we don't want to rock the boat of our personality. Mm-hmm. But as I tell myself, being 45 years of age, well, age has nothing to do with it, you know, but I try... Keep an open mind. So, I am going to go along. So I pull a card. Now, of course, of course, once again, whether whether it's subconscious or whether it's the universe, it's your decision. And before I, you know, tell you what the card is, of course, my listeners know. know, I let my listeners in on who I am as a person, just a little bit. Um, Everyone knows my mental health issues. It's no surprise, I've talked about it before ad nauseum, you know, what I go through and what I, and what I think about. So, I pulled the health and healing card. Tremendous. So as I put this down, Miss Bradley is going to inform me about the health and healing card. Now, as she's getting ready to do that, I wanna let you know, of course, like I've told in many podcasts before, you know, mental health is really important. If you need someone to talk to, you can always reach out to our show Reach out to anyone, friend, family member, dog, pet, cat, you name it. Because in this world, there's only you. You never know when your time is up. So how you spend the time on this earth and how you take care of yourself and the ones you care about is the most important thing. In saying that, I will turn it back over to Miss Bradley because once again, I pulled the health and healing guard. After you.
1: Okay, so my deck is an Ascended Masters deck. Now what Ascended Masters are... Um, there are people that have lived that are considered ascended masters, um, people like St. Bartholomew or people like, um, Kuthumi who was, or Kuthumi, excuse me, a Sikh spiritual leader, or for instance, oh, I cannot say that name. I'm going to go on to someone else. Um, Or there are gods in this deck. Vishnu, um, we have Jesus, we have Luke, we have the green man. People who have been revered by different religions, different people, different nationalities as learned people. Mm -hmm. And so that's who's on my deck. I was drawn to this deck for a long time. I finally purchased the deck many years ago. I've had this deck since I was 19 this deck has spoken to me for years and in my experience has been terrifyingly accurate um and i say that now because adrian pulled the health and healing card which works for both of us because again mental health is kind of the theme for tonight's show the spell that we did with the candle mental health and now we're talking about health and healing so tell you a little bit about this card in particular. The figure on the card is Hilarion, also known as Saint Hilarion or Master Hilarion. He's a 4th century Middle Easterner who became renowned for his successful healing work. Hilarion was beloved by both Christians and those who practiced the old religions. Much of his life and healing work was immortalized by Saint Jerome's writing which described Hilarion healings by commanding earthbound spirit attachments to leave. Call upon Hilarion for any issue involving healing or clearing of energy. So this sign here says particular, this card is a sign of healing. Your divine healing power has awakened and you feel compelled to help others to heal. Just as you've been healed, so too do you want others to enjoy health and vitality. You're supported in making life changes so that you can continue to heal yourself and others. Let go of any fears or restrictive thinking to fully open the miracles of healing. An additional meaning of this card would be you are, he- you are a healer, it is a good and safe time for you to change, study healing modalities, or an illness or injury is healed or healing. So essentially what it's saying, thank you, essentially what it's saying is that now is a good time for healing. And I find it to be, I don't know if I'd say ironic, that... This is what we are talking about today, and I had Adrian randomly pull a card out of my deck. I shuffled it in front of him, I fanned it out in front of him, and he randomly picked a card. And this is a card that speaks to both of us today because it's something that both of us needed to hear. And so, to me, that means something. To you as a listener, you might think, oh, it's just a sham. You made for that so that would happen. No, I didn't but you can choose to believe what you believe. But I take it as the universe telling us now is a good time for healing. Now is a good time for self-reflection and to learn to love oneself.
0: Absolutely. I fully agree with that. And so as we go into our next topic, um, this has been quite, this has been very entertaining. Very entertaining. It's been a very good learning tool. And as a member of the new family here with the Walker AC experience. What else do you have for us You know, to, to keep it going?
1: So my last item that I brought today is incense. It's a particular favorite topic of mine because I love incense. I love the smell. I love the way it cleanses the energy in the room because you have to understand what incense does. It, it doesn't matter what kind you use. You use different types of um, incense for different things. But it all depends on the resin that's used to create the incense or the herbs that are used to create the incense as to what effect you're looking for. For instance, my favorite incense of all time is a specific, very, very specific form of dragon's blood. This particular stick I can only find at a metaphysical store called The Bookshelf in Winchester, Virginia. That store I went to for almost 20 years Um that store is wonderful. It's been around since the 80s. It's half used bookstore, half metaphysical store. The gentleman that owned that store from the 80s actually recently passed, um, but it was a beautiful passing and had a beautiful celebration of life. Um, The store was recently sold to a new owner and I've reached out to that owner to see if she might be able to order that incense for me and ship me a whole bunch because living in Florida, I can't find it here. Um, And it's my absolute favorite smell. It's my absolute favorite incense and I use it sparingly, but with those that I love. Um, But Dragon's Blood resin in and of itself comes from a specific type of tree. And this resin, it helps to cleanse the room but also is full of intention and full of possibility. So whatever you speak into the world while you use it helps it to manifest.
0: Now when you say cleanse the room, what do you mean by that? What is your definition uh, of, of you know so, of cleansing a room?
1: So cleansing a room basically is changing the energy. Now ever since the dawn of written word, people have used smoke. In and of itself, smoke from a fire, smoke from anything to cleanse a space, to make it feel better. Um, you notice that if you ever go to a bonfire, you feel energized mm-hmm. because that fire, in and of itself, is cleansing the air. The air is cleansed and it goes back into the whole idea of positive versus negative ions what's going to bond to you, what's not going to bond to you. Negative ions like to bond to positive ions or to atoms that have um, an extra electron. So, essentially essentially, what you're doing is purifying the air and causing something to bond with those ions that are trying to bond to you and make your energy come down. And a lot of this is in science. it's It's completely explainable when it comes down to it. And so you feel better because the smoke helps to cleanse the air. And it's been done since like I said, since the dawn of man, Um, and what I have here is actually biblical. I have frankincense and myrrh. For those who know, Jesus was given frankincense and myrrh when he was visited by the three wise men. Also, it's something that was burned to cover up the smell of um, bodies after death in the biblical times and it has a very sweet smell together now frankincense by itself or myrrh by itself doesn't have the same feeling to it but um basically it's a very sweet pleasant smell and so i have this here as a resin you can get it as a resin it's kind of um lumpy uh they come from the frankincense plant and the myrrh plant um, or tree and it basically is a sap And what you do with it is you burn it over a coal, or you can melt it, or you can just have it sitting here and crush it and smell it. It's very nice. It's a very soft, sweet smell. Smells very nice. But there are so many different types of incense, and so I just wanted to bring a couple different types here to show, well, I act like it's show and tell, but you can't really see um but it's just to talk about the different types and the helpful cleansing ways of incense in and of itself and honestly i will burn it simply just to kind of enjoy the smell and to relax after a long day of work because the energy is better Mm. if it calms the energy then you can relax better
0: and i and i relate some of these smells and of course my listeners can too. We take it back to when we were kids. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it be your parents cooking something or you smell a certain smell that will trigger something from your school or from a loved one or from a special event in your life, that smell will always bring you back and give you a certain feeling. Mm-hmm. So I believe when it comes to incense or the myrrh, as you said before, the, you know, the smell relaxes you, you know, because it brings up a certain thing in your mind you know, you know, that will allow you to relax.
1: Yes, that's the idea. And so even if you don't have a specific smell like that, the idea is to create a kind of cognitive connection. You want to associate that smell with good things so that when you smell it, you immediately start to feel calmer and you start to feel better. Kind of like your mother's perfume or fresh cut grass, you know, mm. the first day of summer. It's a good smell.
0: Perfect. Now, I thoroughly enjoy everything that you brought to us. Um, You've, you know, you've hopefully enlightened, well, not hopefully, you have enlightened me to a whole lot of new things out there. Hopefully my listeners will actually think the same thing. Because like I've always preached before, you know, you only have a certain amount of time here on this planet, whether it be round or flat. So you have to (laughs) get your experiences in. Of course, you know, if you choose to, to live one way, more power to you. I don't judge how anyone else lives, much as you think I am. I don't. But it's all about new experiences. It's always about opening your mind and try to get as much as you can in it. Because we're only using 10% of our brains. So let's try to use as much of it as we, humanly, as we humanly can. And once again, to put a, to put a little capper on this, um, you can always reach out to us. Of course, under under uh, walkerac76.podbean.com. And of course, you know, email us slackingmajestically01 at yahoo.com. And as of next week, uh, Miss Bradley will be on her own next Thursday. And she will have her particular format and talk about particular things that are passionate to her, what she believes in, her ideals, everything of the sort. We are giving her a voice and the Walker race experience is all about a voice. So we welcome new people into the family. So she will make a great addition to the family. She will make a difference. She will provoke thought, happiness, sadness, anger, laughter, everything under the sun. And I know she will do tremendously well, just like Ashley Majestic, just like Ann Walker, just like all the other guests on the show. And so next, thursday keep an eye out keep her notifications on because she will debut all on her own she's a grown-up she can do it i have faith <laughs> so i will no longer monopolize this show i will have her say a couple of parting words and she's all on her own next week
1: thank you Well, thank you, my friends and family, for listening to me. And you are all friends and family to me. You're here. You're listening. You're thinking about what I've said, hopefully. Whether you agree with me or you don't, either way, just know that I love you. You are all loved and that we all have each other and that this world can be beautiful if you allow it to be. So... I thank you for your time. I thank you for your ears. And just know that you are loved.
0: And she will see you next week. I will see all of you next Tuesday. This has been a walk AC experience. No, I take that back. This has been Cerebrus by Miss Bradley. Till next time.